Peacock fuels your true crime obsession with exclusive new originals like John Wayne Gacy, Devil in Disguise. He said to me, clowns can get away with murder. Dr. Death, the undoctored story. This guy's dangerous. And Epstein's shadow, Ghislaine Maxwell. She inherited Jeffrey Epstein's secrets. There was this whole other world going on. Plus the most bingeable crime series, Buried in the Backyard and Snapped. And with the Dateline 24-7 channel that's always on. Did you want her dead? You can't not obsess. Sign up now at PeacockTV.com. It's something we've talked about a few times on this podcast. Something that consumed many during the 1960s and still to this day reappears in media, films, and stories. Satanic panic has been the background of many serial killer stories, cult tales, and disappearance of random people found later dead in strange ritualistic fashion. While some stories during the panic happened in smaller towns and even some rural areas, most stories during its heyday took place in larger areas. The Hillside Strangler Murders in the Hills Some other stories about satanic panic, such as the Ripper Crew and Ted Bundy, have been mentioned on this podcast and can be found in previous episodes for those curious. However, this story, unlike those, wasn't committed by one lone killer. It soon came to light Two men were responsible for these horrible and gruesome crimes. Two cousins, Kenneth Bianchi and Angelo Buno Jr., who were later convicted of kidnapping, raping, torturing, and murdering ten women and girls, ranging in age from 12 to 28 years old, would later be revealed as the Hillside Stranglers. The murders began suddenly with the death of three sex workers who were found strangled to death and their bodies dumped naked in the hillside northeast of Los Angeles between October and early November of 1977. But it soon changed when the deaths of five young women abducted from middle-class neighborhoods that the media soon became involved in the murders. Two more murders took place between December and February before the murders abruptly stopped. In January 1976, Kenneth left New York and moved to Los Angeles, California to live with his cousin. The two men were hard up for money when Angelo mentioned the ideal of getting some girls to work for them as prostitutes. The two men eventually found two teenage runaways, and the girls were forced to prostitute themselves. The two girls would eventually escape the two men and their control and find their freedom. The two men with their income gone soon kidnapped another girl and purchased a would-be list of names of men looking for sex. 
Yolanda Washington and another woman named Deborah Noble were supposed to deliver the list to the two, but sadly when Yolanda happened to mention that she always worked on a stretch of Sunset Boulevard, she sadly paid the price for Deborah's lies about the list. The two men took their rage out on Yolanda, and soon her naked body was found on October 17, 1977, on a hillside near the Ventura Freeway. She had been sexually assaulted and bound with ropes. Her body had been cleaned before the men dumped her. On November 1, 1977, police were called to Alta Terrace Drive in a neighborhood 12 miles north of downtown Los Angeles where the body of a teenage girl was found naked, face up like the previous victims. She had been raped and bound with ropes and killed elsewhere before being dumped where her body had been discovered. In five short days on November 6, 1977, the nude body of a woman was discovered near the Chevy Chase Country Club in Glendale. But unlike the other woman, other women, she bore five-point neck, wrist, and ankle marks. She had been strangled and brutally raped over the course of November 1977. In February 1978, seven more young women would be found strangled, nude, tortured, and the rope marks on their bodies. In January 1979, another investigative investigation police charged the two men with the crimes. However, Kenneth had fled to Washington, where he had so was soon arrested for raping and murdering two women he had lured to a home for a house-sitting job. Once one trail began, Kenneth hoped an insanity plea would get him leniency, but court psychologists soon found out he was faking, so he turned on his cousin and agreed to plead guilty and testify against Angelo in exchange for leniency. As of this episode, Kenneth Biatch is currently serving a life sentence in the Washington State Penitentiary, and Angelo Buno died of a heart attack on September 21, 2002, while serving a life sentence. During 1980, Kenneth, while in prison, began a relationship with a woman named Veronica Compton. During his trial, she testified for the defense, believing he was innocent. His control of her went beyond the courtroom when she later, with her later being convicted and imprisoned for attempting to strangle a woman, she had lured to a motel in some sort of an attempt to have authorities believe that the hillside strangler was still on the loose and Kenneth wasn't the man that had been connected to the crimes. 
She was released in 2003. Thank you all so much for listening. If you have any recommendations, please feel free to comment or contact me. I'm on all social media, and they are all linked on the page. If you would like to support the show, you can find me on Patreon, which is linked as well. Please feel free to leave a like, a rate, and a review if you enjoy the show. I'd love to hear from you guys as well as your thoughts on the case. Please be respectful to the parties involved, and until next time, take care. Power a house full of devices with the fastest Wi-Fi, only from Xfinity. Learn about gig Wi-Fi or get started with Xfinity Internet for $20 a month for 12 months with a one-year agreement. Plus, ask about speed two times faster than AT&T. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay. Ends 9721. Restrictions apply. New performance starter, 50 megabits per second internet customers only. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change. After term, regular rates apply. Gig speed Wi-Fi requires gigabit internet and compatible X by gateway. Actual speed vary and not guaranteed. I'm so glad my general contractor introduced me to Studio 41. They had kitchen cabinets, vanities, faucets, tubs, and more. They made my renovation project easier with one-stop shopping. Visit shopstudio41.com for a location near you.